Okay, I think it's time. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with my, my Spiegelman. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm Carl's friend. <laughs> My turn on. I didn't includes. write this song. I didn't write this song. I haven't paid for this song. I've been using this song My for four years. <laughs> My turn ons are actual sex. Uh, and no walking in the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find the jokes on the other side of the penthouse uh, centerfold uh, center funny. Uh, anyway, so welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl every week. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. If you're subscribing, you're subscribing because you used our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Follow that. Find it. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You can find us on Twitter. You can find our great YouTube channel where old episodes are synced with the movies that we watch. The idea is you watch a movie on YouTube while listening to the podcast. What an ingenious idea. How'd you think of that? It is. It is. Well, it is. And uh, it's not, our, not you know, we're not the first, but we are very excited because uh, I'm here. My name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm here with Carl. Uh, Carl, how you doing? All right. Doing good. It's rainy here on the East Coast. Whoa! And I hope it's nice and dry by you. It is nice and dry by me. Yes, haha. On the West Coast, as we record and we stream live on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco, uh, and you can just go to the website. You can stream us live. You can check out our archives, and you could donate five dollars to PayPal to the station. That's the only ad we'll do. Carl, what's the movie we're watching today? Today we are watching Crazy Enough. Crazy Enough 2012. That is what you put in the YouTube search bar. Okay. Crazy Enough 2012. That's a recent movie for us. Yeah, it is. And it has a star, Chris Kattan of Saturday Night Live oh. fame. Also very different. Now, uh, who's hosting this uh, movie? Which, which uh, subscriber channel can we find it? I recommend Popcorn Flicks. All right. Popcorn Flicks, all one word. Let Crazy me Enough 2012 Popcorn Flicks. It says Crazy Enough Full Movie Family Comedy PG Chris Kattan. All right. So the idea is that we find it, we pause it, we move it to zero zero, and uh, we're going to do Buffer. a we're going to do a uh, countdown. And at the, when the countdown commences, we want you to all hit play. Very excited to bring on Mister Three Two One himself, the Countdown King himself. Here, we, give it up. Let's get ready to brumba, Paul Brumba. <laughs> hey, it's good to be here. What's happening, Carl? What's happening with you? Ready Very well. I'm glad to hear you guys. You guys know the drill. Mike's got his finger hovering over that little triangle. Let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Launched. Launched. Once again. Roar. Thank you, Paul Brumba. You can find Paul Brumba <laughs> on you. his podcast called Edge of Insanity. That's available on iTunes. Or you can listen to his streaming live two hours before our show as he is the noon Pacific Standard Time show here on MuniRadio.fm. A full lineup of uh shows on sunday now did you know that yes i did i saw pam's mail oh yes pam's mail all right so here we are crazy <laughs> enough <laughs> the um, first thing i want to say is uh, the, the the credits look very cheap you know the font looks very cheap right well the animation looks like setup. sub oh my god they do look very cheap 
<laughs> it's now, all here done we have on a computer. Twins. And yes. There's a happy one. Uh, there's a crazy one. I'll there's throw a that. Crazy one. I know. I'll throw that one in the kid. Oh wow! None of these people I recognize. This is pretty low. You won't recognize many, many people in here. They're all local Oklahoma people, believe it or not. This has a watermark that says Microsoft uh, Paint on it. That's how bad the animation is. <laughs> and it's like Comic Sans would have been a step up for these credits. I know. The thing is, they have complete control over what the credits look like. So why go cheap? I and didn't get really that. they really cheap, yeah. Well, I always the say... The producer of this uh, movie, he did Million Dollar Baby. Oh, wow. Well, maybe that's where the budget went, towards that baby. <laughs> he well, he that didn't was, have anything left for, the, for Chris Kattan. eight years earlier. Eight years earlier. I always say you can tell a bad movie if it's bad in its opening credits, which it means to say that before it gets to the final directed by credit in the opening credits, your suspension of disbelief is completely thrown out the window. <laughs> like, you just can't believe this is possible. And you can't... You just go, I, I'm not in for it. So... That, that's a sign of a bad movie. Oh, although, great. Although three people wrote this movie, so maybe I should give it a second chance. Well, one of the guys who wrote this movie is a professor of film at Oklahoma City Community College. Fuck yeah. Good for him. All right. He taught, he <laughs> this walks film along. is all about Oklahoma City, by the way. Oh, so this is shot in Georgia or Oklahoma City? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, comedy not shot in Georgia. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, it's date night. We live in a suburb of Atlanta. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> okay, so here we see Chris Kattan. He's like doing his uh, morning routine. His hands are all messy from hair gel or something. And his boss is calling. Uh huh. The boss is about to become the governor. And he's saying, you need to go sign these papers at this mental institution. It's top priority. And he, you know, it, today's the first day of his wife's, like, self-home business, and he's pledged to help his wife all day. His and boss, boss looks like a... none of it. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, is he, like, the villain when we're not going to see his full face? Or they No, just... we'll, he is the villain, but we'll see him. All right, so it wasn't intentional. It was just bad directing. Who directed this movie? Let's rewind to the opening credits. <laughs> Lance McDaniel is the producer and director and co-writer. Nice. He was born in Oklahoma, and he had like local investors. Yeah, had, it smells. The state of it. offered a cash rebate if they would invest in the movie. That's what this movie smells like. It smells like yeah. behind the scenes to me. Yeah. Well, good. Well, we get to reap its rewards by watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And I should mention this movie is available uh, on Hoopla Digital. If you have the app here on the West Coast, at least, if your library has it, you can uh, check out movies. And uh, this is one of the movies I saw, and I said, I hope it was on YouTube. And I'm also excited that we can watch it now. Yep. Now, Chris Kattan does a good acting job in this movie. The movie underserves him. Its plot is all messed up, and they break movie rules. But he, as an actor, does a good job. And now he's breaking the news to his wife that he can't help today, and he's all timid about it. They're having, like, marital problems. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Is it because you're fucking his wife? <laughs> I personally am not, no. But uh, <laughs> we don't really know what started the trouble. We just were in the middle of the trouble. Hey, that must be trouble. You know, one of the things I took out from Hoopla Digital was the uh, uh, e-book version of Chris Kattan's uh, memoirs. 
called oh. Baby Don't Hurt Me, where he had a very tortuous, uh, it talks about his SNL career. And uh, just for the record, uh, I didn't get past the introduction. So uh, just, <laughs> no, I read the first chapter. <laughs> I have, well, the, the, I don't know. I kept swiping on my screen. It was an ebook. So I do want to read it. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I understand he tells a lot of uh, stories out of school, which uh, is definitely why I wanted to read it. And I will read it. So I don't know where this movie falls in his memoirs. If he even brings up the fact that in 2012, he did this film for a bunch of Oklahoman uh, tax breakers. He probably does bring it up because around this time, not much was going on. He was doing stand-up at this time. Okay, so... This is the head of the um, uh, the institution, and he's a bad guy. And he just got a call from that governor who sent Chris to sign papers that a guy's coming to sign papers, and you're keeping uh, this woman in the mental institution, and that's it. This guy's name is Mr. Green, uh, the mental hospital administrator. And, of course, he was born in Oklahoma City. What? But he was in Spider-Man 2002. Oh, Here's your coffee, Mr. Spider-Man. Thank you, Barista number four. <laughs> and he was in 24. Yes. 2001. May I? May I? Here's his role in 24. Okay. Here's your coffee, Mr. Keith Sutherland. <laughs> Mr. Sutherland. <laughs> oh, he had a good name, here's a, Jack here's Bauer. Here's a tip for you. Here's a tip for you for the coffee. Oh, no, you key for that. <laughs> not allowed to accept gratuity, sir. Yeah. Oh, well, you kept licking him because you said he was made out of keef. <laughs> so here is uh, the the brother and sister and like the potential boyfriend. Huh. And of course, he's getting teased. Is your boyfriend here? Well, and the dad doesn't like him. Oh, all right. So, the, so I take it the the two twins. The only reason we know they're twins is because of that delightful animation, right? Yeah. Well, in the beginning of the film, we didn't mention it, but we were seeing both twins. One getting into like a janitor's outfit and taking the lawnmower out into the front yard of the uh, mental institution, huh. and this guy getting ready for work. You know. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, he's more professional. Now, the head nurse is going to come in. Let me just see what Dolores, that's her name, Dolores. So All she's right. like, okay, papers for Dolores' release. And uh, this Mr. Green is like, she's not getting released. And uh, they're having a little fight about it. So she's a patient or that they're talking about? or they're? Yeah, Dolores. She was going to be a release from the mental institution. Because she turned now... 18, which is then it's Arkham Asylum's responsibility. You might be right about that. Yeah, because I don't think Arkham Asylum allows uh, uh, in, uh, inmates. Arkham? Yeah. Oh, I got a commercial. Let me add to skip ads. All right, me just keep too. going. Just don't worry about it. Keep going. No, I'm pausing. No, I'm pausing too. I'm, I'm paused at 809. At, I'm at 802. Hang on a sec. 803, Okay, that was a very bad count. Up. But it's all right, but I can't, I'm, I'm using you. my, full disclosure, uh, we have no Wi-Fi here in our studio as we do broadcast these show. We, we do it live, and we work out any uh, inconsistencies, so I'm using my phone. Mm -hmm. 
which, by the Here's way... Here's Dolores, and she's like, thank you for being my friends while I was here. Do you have my papers? <laughs> and Nurse Nancy knows... That she, they don't have no papers for her. There's no papers. That's right. And she's saying, I love that you were always so honest with me. And she's like, nope. <laughs> So you got my papers, right? <laughs> yeah, they're in your bedroom. What? Yeah. yeah, they're in the closet. The one with the lock on it? Go in there. You uh, can see this... from her pained face like she's lying. Oh, is, is, did she buy Big it? Big John, by the way. Oh, I knew. I know Big John. You don't have to tell me. From from Robin Hood. Oh, really? It's for real? No, no. He was in uh, something called The Amendment in 2018. And oh, that's Oklahoma City. And Rain in 2012. Right. Voted uh, best film. movie by Oklahoma Magazine. <laughs> okay, so now the phone's ringing, and we're going to have, like, hilarity of, of... He just can't deal with, like, a phone in his jacket. That's kind of... the wife saying, on your way back from inconveniencing me because I have this big order to get out. Uh-huh. I want you to go to the grocery and get these specific items. And he's being very yes dear about it because he wants to get back in her good graces. Wait, did he really say 20 pounds of organic almonds? Yes, yes. She is a... When was the last time you okay. ate 20 pounds of organic uh, almonds? <laughs> it's for cooking. You're not going to eat them in one Oh, what you, oh right, yeah. Perfect. Okay, go ahead. So you get like... Uh, Almond-encrusted uh, fish filet for dinner, and then you have <laughs> almonds and granola for breakfast the next day, and mm-hmm. then for lunch you have oh, a side of granola uh, almonds, and then for dinner it's a uh, kung pao chicken with almonds. And then <laughs> with almonds. <laughs> Oop, four in the morning, stoner munching, eat some almonds. Maybe you toast them with some sea salt. Day three. <laughs> I can't do now it. on TV we see the political ad for the guy who's running for governor. Fuck that guy. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I was right. And we're seeing um, nurse uh, nurse Nancy chew out that local Oklahoma actor for letting you know Chris Kattan get his name's Teddy get away okay. and steal a lawnmower. Wait, Chris Kattan stole it? I mean, Teddy stole a uh, lawnmower. Yes. Teddy's the crazy one, right? Teddy is the crazy one, and Freddie is the normal one. And Wait a minute. Freddie... What's their, they, they're, they're separated at birth. <laughs> and one's name rhymes with the other's name? Yes, right. Okay, all right. All right, oh, that's believable. Because it's a movie. Yeah, but so what? So was uh, Prince and the Pomper from 1921. That was a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't screw shit up. It wasn't like Popper's name was Freddie and the prince's name was Teddy. <laughs> So oh, the, he, yeah. he got splashed by the truck. So she, he's like, do you have a towel? And she gives him tissues. He's like, well, is there a bathroom? And he goes, well, there's a lady's locker room. <laughs> She's like, I'm just a temp, as if she doesn't use the bathroom. No, temps don't use the bathroom. That's a great way you can hire them. Seven, eight hours oh. out, you're done with them. Mm, no wonder it's better to outsource. They'll say like... Uh, all right, that's been eight hours. Uh, there's the exit, and they'll say, where's the bathroom? You go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's right outside the exit. Yeah, employees just flush their time away in that bathroom. Oh, I have a good temp joke. This uh, uh, full-time worker and a temp worker were walking in the woods uh, to the parking lot, and uh, the temp said, oh, I heard people were getting fired. I'm kind of scared to walk in back. Uh, I'm kind of scared of that. And the full-time says, 
you're scared. I have to walk back in the parking lot alone. Because uh, he was uh, going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, that's, that's a, uh, there's a horrible joke with the same premise. Okay, so here we have, once again, the thing, Dolores is staying. You know, it's been signed. And then Mr. Green... Like Dolores went, he said he went on to the internet machine, the online machine, and looked up like that she can get out at 18 or whatever. Now he's threatening him. You stay away from Dolores, you little creep. Uh He's like totally not a good, you know, runner, administrator of a mental institution. Now, who's Dolores again? I keep like, is she like a, she Captain Marvel and she just has a sound, yeah? No, she's a patient who now is 18, who we met before. She was hugging Big John. Uh, It's time for, wow, he's got a Woody. Okay, so now is an important scene because (laughs) Teddy will discover. Freddy. Freddy, right. Right, or is it Freddy discovers Teddy? By the way, he looks at the wallet twice. You see, he just opened it up once, right? And then he opened it up twice. Continuity. Well, he was trying to get all the moss out of it. <laughs> and he sees his own face on the driver's license, and he's shocked. Huh. He also knows this is his ticket out of here. Uh, all right. Well, that's cool. Good for him. What a coincidence, right? Oklahoma. Yeah. A lot of and twins. Uh... Mm-hmm. Was this what you did when you found your twin, your long separated twin at birth? I stole his clothes, yeah, and his <laughs> license. Well, it was his fault for taking all that clothes off while taking a shit at a sauna. Now, when the nurse confronts Freddie, who she thinks is Teddy, I have to play the audio because Chris Tan is so perfect. All right. He's like, I am beyond outraged right now. <laughs> it's so good. Now, the thing I like about identical twins that I meet up, they still have the same body build. <laughs> yeah, right. Not, one didn't let himself go. Right. They all, like, grew up at the same average height and He weight. literally has the same haircut. Well, I mean, that's the Catan. That's, like, iconic. You can't be a Catan without, like, that haircut. Later, the wife will say, when did you move your part to the other side? His ball, testicle part? <laughs> There is an implied they sleep together, but okay, here we go. Where are my clothes? <laughs> wow, he looks good. At least that twin does. audacity needs to be leashed i am beyond outrage oh well that's a good one you know he didn't realize the camera was running when they shot this (laughs) what are you some local oklahoma actor (laughs) ideas i demand that you shoot this scene without showing my shorts uh we got a crazy one come on uh eddie Teddy. I'm not Teddy, I'm Freddy. I'm Freddy. No, no, that's sure, sure, Teddy. And you have a twin with the same rhyming name. 
Now here's Freddy. Oh, and he's looking over his shoulder. I mean, I mean, he's really petty. He's pretending to be Freddy. He does a good job. He does a good job. Wow, like, that was seamless. A scared mental patient. That's some good Oklahoma CGI we just saw. <laughs> We're at the Oklahoma Community College, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. That explains the segregated water fountains. Uh, let's see. It's Oklahoma City Community College. Um, and there's going to be the Crest Market, which is apparently a big shopping center. In Oklahoma? And so Oklahoma It's really City. Mount St. Mary High School. It's all local. Well, you know, I, I'm not kidding. I mean, I think everyone in San Francisco has to move out of San Francisco. So Oklahoma City sounds great. I will see you guys there. We're bringing our third wave coffee and our e-scooters with us. And we're going to raise your head. <laughs> that will be the outcome. Yeah. So here, Chris has to pretend he's a normal person. It's really funny. Oh. Find everything okay? Yeah, the old doctor. Uh, that's the worst part of walking out of a mental institution. <laughs> Acting like you're... When he gets past the door, he, like, takes a break for it. You know, he just... Yeah, well, most doctors do anyway, so... Here he goes. He's almost at the door. He's at the door, and... You know the <laughs> level of embarrassing you're dodging for yourself? Shut up. <laughs> Now, she, her name's Eleanor Threat, and uh -huh. she was in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, if you saw that film. I it's have seen that film. film. Yeah, that's a pretty good film. She was also in The Dirt, like a, 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 it was Wait, a dramatization the... of Motley Crue. Really? And it was this year. Huh? Was it, it must have been like a Lifetime movie, or, or maybe it was a, no, it was a Netflix maybe. movie. It was a Netflix movie. I don't know. You know how I know it's a Netflix movie? Because no one remembers it. No one... Did, did that exist? <laughs> oh, that was that, that film that got hyped. People were always like, have you seen that new Netflix thing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember it now. So there was a new ba Breaking Bad uh, Netflix thing oh. they hyped. And my kids were so into that, I had to drive them to Yonkers, New York to see it in a theater when it was free on Netflix. They aired it on a, a theater and you went to see that? Mm-hmm. Wait, Yonkers, New York? Yeah, they had it in Manhattan. They had it in L.A. They had it in Chicago. And they had it in Yonkers. I don't know why. But you that was drove from New Jersey to Yonkers, New York to see uh, something that was on Netflix on Friday? For free. Mm-hmm. It was an hour. You know, it wasn't so bad. It sounds like fun, actually. That seems like a lot more fun, especially if you're a fan of the show and you you just can't wait. They couldn't wait. And yeah. so I said, Okay. I haven't seen it yet, although I have seen every single episode of that show and, break, and the other one, Sal, so. Yeah. I will. I will. Oh, I got an ad, Carl. My ad's going to end in 12 seconds. Uh, okay. I'm so paused. you can just pause, and then I'll tell you where I'm I am. I'm at 1950. 1950. The year you were born. That's true. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Let's get let's, uh, All right, right now I'm at uh, 1936. Okay. When you get to 1945, count me up right. All right, three, two, one. Don't be a peep. Well, now I already count did it. I did it. I already did it. I'm on uh, five. I'm on 1953. All right, so I'm at 56. No problem. Okay. 
okay, now we're going to meet a guy in in the movie. His name is Ned Ryerson, uh-huh. which I thought was very funny because of Groundhog Day. His name was, oh, that was the, the Stephen Toblowski character that kept the insurance guy? Yeah. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. Huh. Now, the way this guy is crazy is he reads books, and then he acts like he is the uh, character. Oh. So he, I, it's not that he thinks he's a psychiatrist. No. Oh. Good. Well, that's just a good lover of literature, you know? You just can't help a good book. You just get lost mm-hmm. in it. I, I was chasing windmills until the cops came. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's about to relate his experience uh, with his, you know, um, uh, one time he was challenged to go around the world in 80 days. Whoa. Yeah, and he, he details it. That sounds, that sounds like a lot of hot air ballooning. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. About the time I entertained a small wager on my abilities to go around the world in 80 days. Wow. <laughs> that is, I hate, that happens to be. Together with my, my trusted valet, Passporto. Oh my gosh, we, we, did, we did so many things. I don't know what we would ever have done if we had not accepted this challenge. And uh, we, we rode on a hot air. You're not going to listen to me. I knew there was a balloon involved. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. Hot air. Look, I have a lot of money wagering on this. I don't. I know I don't <laughs> like to mention prices, but that's two dollars. <laughs> oh, now so this I, was this this actor. His name's uh, Jonathan Beck Reed. This was his only movie role, but he has lots of local theater in Oklahoma. If you Google him, yeah, he's all over like the small stage. Well, good for, for him. Good for him for getting this movie in in 2012. I'm sure he yeah. came in for one day, did it, and left, and then the movie came out. Oh, he he was here the whole production. He's got a big role here. Oh, he helped right. him escape. He's one of the nuts. Oh, I know? love these movies where the nuts escape. And they're <laughs> nutty in New York. <laughs> what happens when four uh, crazy people escape the cuckoo nest? Why they're crazy in New York. Crazy people with Dudley Moore. Yeah. That's right. That's the movie Here's I'm thinking the movie of. poster. Of crazy people, the one with like a taxi cab and has feet. Crazy People was with uh, Uncle Floyd was in it. It was Dudley Moore. They became advertising agents. Ah. Now, this is what it looks like in Oklahoma. I can't wait to move, friends, fellow neighbors, (laughs) Oklahomans. Now, he's about to get a call from the wife, and he doesn't know what to do. I'm happy to be a flyover state uh, city resident. Just get me out of San Francisco. Just need to pay, like, affordable rent. I'll I'll raise your rent for you. No worries. Just by no worries. Yeah. No worries. If you're a landlord, you want us. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop up the crunchies on Elm? They have the best organic selection. You have a list, right? Oh. I have okay. a wife? Well, great. Thank you. You see, he, you hear that classical yeah. music? There's all this public domain classical music throughout the whole thing. Carl, this movie is based on a public domain story. That 180-day story, <laughs> that's public domain right there. Right. This music, public domain. They made a movie. They got investors. It might have so failed. So now it's time to go to the cafeteria. And Chris, I shouldn't say Chris, uh, Freddie is going to try to escape. And so 
we'll have the first time in which he's it isn't the first time is it he's frustrated throughout the whole thing but he's super frustrated when the guy goes it's this way watch we'll see you in a minute right all right you mean like you sexually know? frustrated oh look at that he's holding it it's adorable he didn't make a noise yeah all right. He's Spider-Manning against the wall. Metal Gear Solid 2. Put a box on your head. And here comes Red Nye to Ned. ruin it all. Yeah. Typical Ned. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. Idiot. We only have 79 more days, though. Oh, Big John. Big John. Loved you in Robin Hood. Loved you in Robin Hood. It's Prior Chuck. Oh, there's Larry David. Hate your show. I am a doctor of psychiatry. I work with you every day for the last three years. Didn't once notice that a patient walking into the same facility that I work at happens to be identical to me? Wouldn't someone have notified me? He doesn't work there. Wait a minute. That's You know what? These are all valid points, Spiegelman. What the fuck's wrong with this movie? This is not the direction <laughs> it should go. It should be a hard work. Why do these twins... How come they open a restaurant? I got to add. See the Cheez-Its tank? I'm going to skip ads. I'm at 25. Watch, I'm at 25. Uh, 18. There's a big 25, tank. 18. Okay, I'm at 25.35, okay. and I want you to count me up. But I have to tap my phone when I'm doing it because I'm not using the, the facilities here at the station. So right, three, two, one. Okay. So now he's going to wrestle with the carts and just look like a fool. Yeah, this and is me, that yeah. boyfriend kid, yeah. I think his name's Colin. Uh, there he is. Please. Oh. Colin, it's me, Colin. Huh? I don't know. I'm the crazy guy. Right, because he's Freddy, not Teddy. Right. Okay. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> It's funny, like, he, Chris Kattan is definitely of the Jerry Lewis school where problems happen to him. Like, the, the, the comedic tension comes from him. Like, he just needs to get a shopping cart. You know, but it's right, a right. disaster. Like, he's the scene. Like, the movies are him. Yeah. The scene is him walking into a room. This now, the, he, his father was one of the founding members of something called the Groundlings in L.A. It was a comedic group. And as a kid, he would go there and he would see uh, Pee Wee Herman and Phil Hartman. Um, and when he was old enough, he joined that. And that's how he got on Saturday Night Live. You know, I, I think I know that from reading the first half of the chapter one of his memoirs. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, so, yeah, well, Groundlings is important. That's where, like, Sherry O'Terry and uh, Will Farrell came from. Like, that whole Saturday Night Live generation that he was part of. Yeah, it was like, at first it was Second City in Chicago, and then, or for a time, that's where they would get Saturday Night Live people. And, I don't know, this Groundlings in L.A. was another place. I don't know. It launches people. Yeah. Saturday Night Live people. So now he's outraged at the food. He's like, what is this, Yellow Day? Let me have some of that, what is that, is that corn? And this guy says catchphrases. That's all he does. That's his mental problem. And so he gives him his plate. He goes, oh, exactly everything I didn't want. Thank you. Wow. That is just, you know, you don't have to eat it. You don't have to be rude about it, though. 
Chris uh, Kattan's mother once feelings. was in Playboy. Really? Which uh, issue? What? What issue? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, she was a model in London. Uh, okay, his father was Jewish, but his mother, who's from Hungary, Budapest, she is a Buddhist. And... Um, Technically Jewish. He, so he got... Chris Kattan was raised on a Zen retreat uh, outside of Los Angeles. And then he went to Washington State and graduated high school there in 89. Okay, cool. His... So he goes, thinking of some scenes in Crazy Enough and the fact that Chris Kattan's stepfather was a Buddhist therapist and a monk... It was funny, and his half—I don't know—he just drew upon that for some of the craziness. And you know, as as we do talk through these movies, uh, and we talk through a lot of this movie, you have seen this movie three times. This is my third. Uh, usually, I do a little more than that, but this is my third. In... Now, what just happened is he met Colin again, and he's like, "Can I take what's her name to the to the dance?" And he goes, well, did you ask her yet? And she sa- he says, I'll text her later. And he goes, text her? No, come over to the house for family dinner. And he just invited Wait. him over. He doesn't know how the supermarket works. I don't know if they realize no. that. He's getting less. See, this is, this is such a Jerry Lewis thing. <laughs> I guess yeah, it a is. A movie scene is when he walks into the scene and he starts acting up. That's the scene. Yeah. That's the movie. That's the action. That's the moving picture. Well, he's enough to support it, I guess. Now, this is Dolores again. Her name's Brooke Annaliti. This is her only role. So and, far. Um, so far. Fingers crossed. I see her in future roles. It, well. Like Gemini Man 2. Here's your coffee, Je- 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 uh, Gemini Man 2. Thanks, Barista number four. <laughs> Exactly right. So here's Mr. Green again, and he told uh, Teddy not to talk to Dolores at all. So now he's like leaning on him heavy. Oh, yeah. Don't talk to Leave her alone. You forget about the politics of the loony bin. Yeah. What are you, crazy? (laughs) Yeah, I never heard that before. You also look like a doctor I have. Really? We don't prefer the term crazy. That's Iowa Now, this talk. is good. Chris Kattan wants to scan some items. He's never seen the beep. What? That's so insane. The, the lady is very frustrated. Right. Because she played... Uh, she was in Romeo and Juliet only... last week. <laughs> and now she's stuck doing a Chris Kattan movie. She only speaks Spanish, and she calls him stupid. Noah's love or dad. I got the I got the I got the closed captioning gives me perfect Spanish. Yes. You know my phone gives me beautiful subtitles when, but when I watch a movie on uh, on the browser, it's just all out of shit. I think this movie. He got just takes subtitles. a call in line. And that is so stupid. Yeah, it is a stupid. But hey, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't been, know anything. He's she's been at that kitchen. She's been at that kitchen island for the last four hours. You see the 
flower they put on her hair, like the continuity person was like, right. okay. Okay, she's making the dessert now. Puts a flower on her face. She could be making so roux. Like, I don't know. Let me talk to the director. It's the flower for the roux or for the dessert? It's for the roux. She's so still making dinner. Like, he's saying, like, I'm going to get in the car with that thingy that's not a key, but it, like, does a key. And then I'll talk to the lady who knows the directions, and I'll be home soon. Uh, wow. Hate to be behind that guy in line, huh? In the supermarket. <laughs> I got three now, this kids. Is numbers. He's a local Oklahoma actor, and he's all about numbers. Oh. Huh. So, so he he's, can't resolve the fact that there's 37 beans, and he can't split that in half. So he eats a bean, and he goes, oh, 36. That's a good way of doing it. Otherwise, it's just driving him mad. Now he's going to say, have you guys ever tried to escape? And they're like 15 times. Really? Yeah. You just keep coming back. Watch, he takes his, I don't know, like his roll or something, and boom! Here you are. My Moorish friend. Well, is this the part where they 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 plan to escape? Oh, there's no escape. It's just being floated as like a trial balloon, and they're like, "Are you crazy? You helped us fourteen times." Oh, hang on. Thanks for mentioning the balloons. Let me check on the race. All right, it's day two, and so yeah. far, yeah, they're still in the hot air balloon. Yep. Now yeah. they've left Pacific time zone. <laughs> So there's this one crazy who he, who he thinks is a orderly there. See? See how he startles him? He does that throughout the whole film. He just shows up. Uh, He's like, I'll help you with your plan. You believe me? I believe you. <laughs> this guy looks all right. He's like, you work here? Of course. I, look at my shirt. It is a pretty well-polished shirt, and it's buttoned on the top, and that button means business. Yeah, that means you're an orderly. You know, if you unbutton it, you're disorderly. Did you see how he poof disappeared again? I okay. So you saw it too. Wife, was it my imagination? It wasn't. Uh, the wife called and said, "Pick up Freddie from school. He's in trouble again." And so he goes to pick up Freddie, and. Freddie's like, it wasn't my fault. And he goes, okay. And he like says, you want to go for ice cream? Like he doesn't act like his dad at all. He goes, are you Freddie? But it wasn't your fault. Are you setting me up? Are you setting me up? Nice. Want some ice cream? So this is Oklahoma school, public school or college? Yeah, it's called St. Mary's. What is it called? It's called um, Mount St. Mary High School, and it's the real deal. Wow, that is a classic school room. So nice to see movies not shot in Georgia. I don't care. Like I'm just glad <laughs> it's enough. Now we're back at the community college pretending to be a mental institution, and of course he's going to try to escape again and get foiled. 
<sighs> uh, nice try, Freddy. Freddy. Look who's trying one to fly time, the right, coop. One time he gets caught and he goes, oh, oh, what am I doing here? Like he said it for her. <laughs> I think he just wanted now, to get the shoot over. He He's going to taser him. He doesn't do it, but I'm saying he threatens to taser him. Like, you're ta- I saw you talking to Dolores again. Oh, yeah. Tasering is serious business, though. We're talking like 50,000 volts. Yeah? Yeah. That's, you read it, I guess. Yep, yeah, I didn't know. I happen to know. Uh-huh. I could tell sometimes when I get tased, I'm like, Psh, you need to recharge the battery. I yeah. only felt 35,000. You need to voltage, man. Yeah, that was like 20 at best. When did you recharge last? Because this tickles. <laughs> so now he comes home. And it's like, you got him yogurt, and he's in trouble. You got him ice cream yogurt. Oh, and that's then, good parenting. Like, She's still in the fucking he, kitchen. He didn't get any any of the things she asked for. He just went around and bought stuff. Like 20 pounds. Where's 20 pounds of organic almonds? Right. Instead, he brought home tasty cakes. <laughs> Wait, he's so frustrated. I like tasty cakes. They have them in Oklahoma? That's a Philly They're thing. tasty. What, the cakes? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do now, you, get... you see, she, he tried to hug her. Now, she's a for real actress. She's not just an Oklahoma person. Um, I'm not saying the Oklahoma people can't act. I mean, they're they're in a movie with Chris Kattan. I mean, fuck that. Yeah. Except you go on IDB, IMDB, uh-huh. and it says, known for crazy enough, and that's it. Yeah. That's fine. That's like my IMDb page. Known for 30, 28 Geary. 30, 38 Geary, Geary, yeah. 1996. Geary. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have a new movie credit coming up. There's a movie called The Thieves Code, and I'm in. Uh-huh. I play like an cool. angry guy, number one. That's good. I go to IBDM. I put in my name, and they goes, what? Who? who? What? Do you, what mean, do you mean Mall Marp? Do you yeah, mean, did you mean Paul? <laughs> Marl Carp? <Couch? laughs> no, I did not mean Marl Couch. I wasn't going to say your last name, but there we go. Well, I'm just Carl. You yeah. know that, but uh, it's no secret. Oh, well, I do know that your Twitter handle is Carl at Carl underscore 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 you know i try to use my fingers when we say that but i i don't have 11 well that's why you that's why you stop at 10 and a half so the wife had to go out and buy the real food so he's making family dinner which they don't ever have because he sleeps outside in the guest house Oh, wow. Because uh, of the marital problems. And now they're just having a big food fight. I think now, this uh, is. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to wait till the next commercial break hits because I'm a couple seconds behind you. That's all. Gotcha. Oh, you are? Yeah. So now I'm watching the food fight and it is hilarious. You should oh, have warned darn. me because my sides are splitting. All right. I'm going to stop it at 40, exactly 40. And you're okay. Count I am up. a minute behind. <laughs> and people listen to you at home. Yeah. Are you really a minute? Behind? Yeah. How could that have been? Because I have to now watch it on my phone. She's it's gonna oh, be com- yeah. I got another commercial coming up too. Okay. Yeah, there you are. I'm watching them come home, and they're like, "This is a mess." And what you're having yeah. fun with their child? Oh, I gotta lie down. It says 
we're having family dinner because Colin's coming over, and then the girl is like, "What? My life is ruined!" You know. Oh, that's girls too. Yeah. And there's a record scratch. Wait, in high school. Okay, I'm at forty. You tell me when it's four zero. Exactly. All right. Hey, audience, are you still with us? I'm at thirty nine forty six. So, but I have to give you a countdown because I'm just tapping my finger on my phone so I can see. Count up, count up. All right, hang on a sec. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, are you listening to me? He invited Colin. Ooh, okay. I'm dead. He goes to try to hug her again and she rebukes him. You clean up this mess and let's get some real food that we can really eat. And she doesn't disagree that they're going to have family dinner now that she knows Colin is coming. Oh, yeah. Although that's what the family takes, is just a little craziness. <laughs> uh, there's Teddy. He's fucking... I'm not he's Freddy. He's got to be in a... He's like, shut up. Would you shut up? Enough, I, you idiot. I have to think. They need to unionize in Oklahoma when it comes to the mental health facilities because this would not <laughs> help happen if there was a union. They'd be like, where is Teddy and what happened to Freddie? Hey, look at the movie posters on the... I never noticed that. The Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ladybugs with Rodney... That's a good movie. And, and there's, there's another um, one. There's Weird Back to Al School. Jankovic. There's Back to School too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. The director did that. I, he doesn't have any affiliation with those movies that no, I know they of. They must have been in a theater where they shot these things in, you know, like <laughs> in campus, and they shot the scene on campus, and they just didn't take the posters down. Gotcha. Unless there's a mental health facility where they put you in a straitjacket and you look at Rodney Dangerfield movie posters. It's really very funny. Ned is talking to him like, I don't agree with your choice of straitjacket. I mean, how can you play in our band? I mean, it's like we're breaking up before we even had a hit. You need to... Right. And that's from the book Pride and Prejudice. Oh, he called him Yoko. Yeah, he's... Because he was saying... He was referencing, like, the Beatles on the roof of uh, in Let It Be. And he's like, oh, nice, obscure B reference. <laughs> Let It Be reference. <laughs> ah, good one. I guess. That is the rect egg. Oh, you see it, he poofed again? You know, not a lot of people know that. He did poof again. But uh, before they, uh, I was the opening act uh, for the Beatles when they performed on the roof, and I did not have a good set. Four people jumped. <laughs> Four people jumped. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really bring I'm it up. I'm out of here. No, wait, the Beatles are coming. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's the Beatles' last show. I'm fucking out. <laughs> We're only three, four years up. You better aim for your head. Yeah, that's true. It was a small jump. That's funny. I said stories and floors together, and I said we're only three floors up. Oh, because it's a combination of stories. Of, you know what? Uh, that's my old man brain. You know what the biggest building in the world is? Uh, yes, it is It is the uh, Transamerica building in San Francisco. No, it's the library because there's millions of stories. I got an ad. Hang on a second. Ah! <laughs> I got an ad. Who's going? All right. Well, no, I still got another fucking ad. Oh, you got an ad? Got I'm doing this. I'm like something about an app. God damn it, skip All ads. Right. I'm at 43. All right. You tell me one. All right. And four, uh, two, uh, three, two, one. The guy disappeared and okay. he's looking around. Yeah. All right. Thank you, audience. I'm sorry. Thank God I charged my phone before I came over to the studio. We've been having There's no Weird show. Al. 
back to school. Yeah. Now, for the first time, he's going to figure out what the hell is going on. Look at the crazy faces. Oh, that's, yeah. And it says, do not serve, uh, do not Teddy. serve these customers. The many faces of Teddy. Oh, and he looks like me. He figured it out. You don't have to be a Mark Twain to figure this out. <laughs> crazy over the rainbow. I am crazy. Oh, he's got signs? Over the rainbow. What is that? It's crazy. got to be. Oh, that's enough. the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's the wall. Right. Yeah, we're, we're on side two. This is the animated scene. So now uh, it's Dolores again, and Dolores is like, maybe I belong here. My mother couldn't figure her life out. And he's like, you are not your mom. Makes sense? Like he's being a psychiatrist right now. Huh. Well, he's working with the kids from the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's like the that. undercover boss. <laughs> <laughs> undercover boss that you work at a mental institution. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're much better than the dean of emissions. He sucks. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so um, he, um, she goes, help me hang up these posters. And he's in a straight bracket. He goes, oh, I got to play you his grace. It's, okay. He does a very funny job of grace. This is this is Freddy as Teddy. Yeah. Well, first we got some shtick. So he learns yeah. that. He is so unconventional. He's a crazy dad. Mad dad. That's what they should find out in this movie, but this movie breaks rules. What do you mean breaks rules? They haven't broken a rule yet, and we sat through this movie for... That's right, they haven't. You'll see. All right, here comes the grace, though. Now they have the awkward, we gotta hold hands thing. Uh, Look at Colin, it's all happy. Well, they're all Mormons. Oklahoma Mormons. I want to thank you and Jesus. So far, so good. Mary and Joseph. Zeus and Krishna and other. It's not just you guys. There's a lot of people watching this. He's cracking you up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You've had enough? No, keep going. Um, I don't think we'll get sued. Mike, Tina Turner, David <laughs> Bill, um, Coldplay, that song Yellow. Whoa. I think his references are going to hit 21st century any second now. <laughs> it's 2012. I know, it's a ridiculous. The movie's five years old. Uh, no, 2012, seven years old. Don't know your children's name. Oh, I don't know my daughter. I don't know my name. An empire just to make this place eventually for us to enjoy, for savor in our mouths of power. Amen. Well, I think that's it. God bless us all. Merry Christmas. He didn't say. Uh huh. Let's eat. He he didn't say um, amen. No, he just said amen. Oh, everyone else had to say oh, amen. Oh, did I miss it? Wait, so she spent the first half of this movie preparing dinner, asking him for food. It didn't come. She then ordered Chinese food? Uh, 
since they since Colin was coming, they had to have a sit down family dinner, and the muck that the, they, he made yeah. was not edible and was all over the floor and ah. with raw eggs. And so she ordered Chinese. That sounds good. And then they open it up and put it all in the middle of the table. That's pretty. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I. Have to and go. they said roll them. And cut. Okay, craft service table is now open. The cast and crew can finish the Chinese food. Yeah, are you going to eat that? Uh, it shouldn't go to waste. It's movie food. Yeah, so you can finish it or what? Ah, oh, what a happy mix-up Stockholm Syndrome guy. <laughs> what? He's not Stockholm What? Does he? Does he like like? I like hanging out here with you and Donna no, and, and Cervantes no. and all this shit. He doesn't come around. No. Right now he's lying to the guy. He goes, "Listen, Tom Sawyer's having problems upstream, and Huck Finn's out of town, so I gotta go, you know, help him." And he <laughs> says, "Jim," he goes, "Oh, I get excited when he's Jim, because he, he, he thinks the guy's a hoot." Uh, Jim's coming by. Jim. All right. Oh, Jim is such a hoot. I, 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 oh, I so enjoy seeing him. <laughs> he just totally falls for it, like hook, line, and sinker. Well, I, it's, yeah. I like how Mark Twain, they, uh, they steal, it's just, well, we already took a storyline. Let's just keep mentioning him. Mm-hmm. He calls him Jim. Yeah, they don't mention the Prince and the Pauper. Although this isn't exactly that, right? Well, it's just, I guess, the basic idea of identical twins being separated in birth and they have uh, diametrically right. opposed uh, careers. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, this is like John Luke, oh, not John Luke Godard, uh, the Van Damme, John Luke Van Damme. He, a lot of his movies, he played twins, you know, and uh, so did Jackie Chan play twins. Jackie uh -huh. Chan had a great movie where uh, the twins' actions affects the other twins. So one, one plays piano, the other one who's in a street fight plays the piano and then right. you know vice versa so he's punching the piano you know it's pretty cool What's i gotta doing? have you hear this because he's just so outraged he goes he has maps maps of the facility to help him break out cool <laughs> he got that for the venue at big boys What's wrong with that wall? It's distracting me. I thought there was something on my screen. It's concrete. It's concrete. So it has yeah, but there's cracks on Yeah, but I thought it was something on my screen. Well, then maybe I'll just save it for someone else. You thought the people would like to get their hands on me. That's your life. It's not my business. Where do I go? Point. Disappear. <laughs> so what he's off to do now is find the file on Dolores. Uh-huh. Because... He was the psychiatrist who was asked to come and sign papers. He didn't know what they were. And the guy who's going to become governor is the one who had him do it. So he comes and finds out that now Dolores is not allowed out of the mental institution. So the governor's, the potential future governor has something up his sleeve that she wants to keep some girl locked up. So he's trying to, oh, there's a stupid song called Kitty Cat. Listen. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck you were saying beforehand. That sounds like a different movie. Um, okay, so he has discovered that he is the signature that kept Dolores in the mental institution. But he didn't so he wants to find it. out why. 
Do you think someone what? is there forgery, Oklahoman forgery involved? No, the whole beginning of the film was you have to go sign these papers. You can't help your wife. So he went and signed the papers, and that's when uh, he I got went another to the shower. Okay, I'm pausing. If you enjoy movies from Oklahoma, come visit Oklahoma, <laughs> aka yeah. Oklahoma. We're missing Kitty Cat song. I'm right, at 5120. 5120, and now I'm at 5120 now. You are, oh, Mike. <laughs> All right. <for> <laughs> Give me a number, and I'll tell you what I hit it. I'm like two I seconds. I'm close. We're close enough. Song. Go ahead. Kitty Cats like to say meow. Right. We can't hear it, darn it. Oh, I, well, think we, I think we missed it. Grab him by the kitty cat. Oh, the old paper file, 2012. Nothing better than going into the file cabinet. Mm, that's, you're right, Mike. In 2012, they definitely wouldn't have. Well, there's this landline. It's super old school. They got a landline and a file cabinet. Now what? She's going to go, what am I doing here? He's caught. It's so funny. Oh, okay. We got to wait. Okay. So now we're going to meet like some neighbors. And so they have to be awkward. Like everything's okay. Even though like everything's crazy. All right. So what is happening now is Freddie at the mental institution is calling his own home. And Teddy hears the phone ring and he's going to go in there and like handle it. Tell her who I am. They set me up to keep a girl here. Her name is Dolores, and I Ooh. think there's a connection with the Fulbright. I gotta go. What are you doing? <laughs> Message. Oh, okay. Playing. Having a good time. All right, stop playing this movie. I can't stand it. Really? Why? What's no, wrong? it's all right. It's fine. It's just. It's okay. Not a bad, it's not a bad movie, I guess. It's it's not bad until it doesn't end right. They break all the movie rules. This movie is an hour and 40 minutes. So right now, uh, because our premise is that we watch the entire movie in real time with you, we're in the weeds, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, here it is. I got to play it for you. Okay, go ahead, please. please. Please, play. Okay, wait. It's not yet, though. So. You don't want to hear this music. No, go ahead, play it. My kid cat. It's not yeah. It's not really music. Oh well he hasn't got to it yet. He found what he's looking for now. What, moose heads? Uh-huh. Oh he's gonna drop the file. Yeah. He dropped and dragged the file. Literally he dropped it on the floor and then he dragged it to his Now he's putting it in his butt. Oh no, he isn't, but later they find it in his butt, but Really? Watch this, he goes. Here's my crack file. <laughs> Seeking out. Wow, do not shut on me. Here it is. Oh, hey, what am I doing here? Hey, I'm sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Nice track. <laughs> I'm sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> That's what I always say when they open the door. <laughs> now, this wife who we see there, mm-hmm. uh, she was on the cover of Vogue and Young Miss 
and Woody Allen was reading one of those magazines and cast her in Stardust Memories. Wow. 1980. 1980. That's back when directors read Vogue. I get it. Was it Vogue or Scholastic Weekly? (laughs) Now we're having a hug moment. She's like thanking him for helping all day and he will not let her go. And she's like, when did you switch your part? Like it's Uh, the first time they're starting to have a little affection. Right. But it's a different guy and he's not telling her that it's a different guy. It's Revenge of the Nerds all over again. Don't like the way this is going. (laughs) It's a PG-13 movie. Oh, not even PG-13. According to the title, it's comedy PG. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, you're right. right. No, it's not 13. It is PG. That's if this movie played in the theater, like Breaking Bad, the El Camino prequel did in Yonkers. Th- this was in the theaters. It was released in April of 2013. Oh. Uh, it did horribly. Huh. All right. Were there movie trailers before El Camino played in Yonkers? Were they like... If yeah. you like Netflix, you'll like Hulu. Doo-doo. Well, no, what they did is they played like clips of like uh, Jesse. What's his real name? I don't know. Aaron in, like, Paul. Commercials. Aaron Paul. They played him in commercials for Kellogg's Corn Pops. And oh, I remember that. He was young in that one. They, he, they, yeah, they played a lot of, he was always cast as that kind of slacker guy. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, you see the magnet sitting there on the ladder. Yeah, that oversized magnet? Is, yeah, that'll be the movie fart. Wait a minute, so, so that, that stupid that. prop from the theater department is going to be a major plot point? <laughs> it's going to be a, a minor... It's going to be... A, it's not going to be a plot point. It's going gonna, it's gonna to save the day at one point. Oh, thank God. Oh, there's now the man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, you see how it didn't stick to the metal yeah. ladder? Uh-huh, although my credit card's fucked. For what happens later. Oh, so it's going to stick to the metal ladder later in the movie. Well, it's going to stick to metal. Heavy metal? Or metal will stick to it, let's say. No, not heavy metal, just regular, boring old metal. Speaking of magnets, what's up with those two dogs, the black one and the white one, they, the little plastic dogs? They never kiss. You always the ones with little magnets underneath every time they go. You ever play with they those? Repel? They repel. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's like little plastic uh, dogs that have uh, magnets under it, and they don't. They mm-hmm. can't play with each other. I think they banned them in but Oklahoma. When you, when you turn them around, their butts connect. I don't think even their butts are get along. Oh, I got a commercial. QuickBooks. Okay, and let's hope it's quick. Those books. Right, I'm at 5757. 57, is coming up now. Thanks. All right, bud. there we go. Okay, so whatever. Okay. She's like, if you mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns. And so he's now been sedated. Do you see how they made drool come out? Yeah. That was the <laughs> first take. was a sip of water. That scene was in his rider. Um, Mr. Kadam must have one scene where you eject them with a... Sedative. Now look, he finds the papers in his butt. Right. How do they go from a jacket? Well, he is a crack journalist. Yeah. Oh, so he put him in his jacket? No, he put 
earlier Chris Kattan did. He put it in his jacket, and then when he passed out, it was in his butt. Gotcha. What guy does not stick uh, (laughs) folders in their butt and forget about it? Wrangler, you see, not Google, Wrangler. Yeah, well, that's all they could afford in rural states. So now he's looking up uh, the governor also. He's sort of like uncovering his own plot. Like, while Freddie is locked up uncovering a governor plot, Teddy is out uncovering a governor plot. Huh, a lot of governor's plot. Listen, so she got her first big order, so she fell asleep, I guess, last night working on it. Oh, so no wonder she needs 20 pounds of organic almonds. She's a professional baker. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And she has, it's a new job for her. It's her own private business, and she has her one big order. Right, and she made it so, in her sanitary kitchen. Now, what Teddy is doing is he's sneaking out and going to the governor's office, and he's going to find some sort of computer file huh. uh, on the governor's PC that links Dolores to him. Now, what this kid is saying, Freddie Jr., is saying there's a solar eclipse today, which is fucking bullshit. And come help oh, me see it. They're, they're yeah. going down to the yacht club to watch it. Do you don't remember the solar eclipse in 2012? No, I do not. What, I would have been I there. invited you to the yacht club. Didn't you not attend? <laughs> I did not attend. <laughs> but you know what I did? I did drive 11 hours to South Carolina to uh-huh. see the solar eclipse. You sure it wasn't like Netflix Presents the Breakdown? No. Exclusive episode? It wasn't. You did see that you, you said, and how was the solar eclipse? Was it worth the driving? Uh, yes, it was, because it was also, like, family kid time, and um, it was really intense when the solar eclipse happened. I, I won't belabor you all this. It was neat, though. May I want to. Like, the bugs woke up, and they thought it was night. Really? And Yeah, and there, there were shadows, you see, all over the place that you didn't expect. You know, like, when you have that faux we're underwater shadow that ripples oh that was everywhere all over the grass you talking about the soup no yeah i don't know all right (laughs) i'm talking about the soup you know when you have like a play and it's like a mermaid and it's supposed to be pretend underwater they shine the light so it looks oh yeah sure yeah wave that was all over the place Uh, that sounds pretty classy Okay, so now the kid is going to the mom, please take me to the solar eclipse. And she's like, uh, you, go away, kid, you bother me. I got this big order. Can't, can't the butler take the kid to the yacht club? Yeah. Uh, she was in uh, the soap opera Search for Tomorrow. She was a regular on the original Fame TV show. Ooh, even the one on NBC and not on syndicated from the markets? I guess. It was Fame she the movie. She was in Diagnosis Murder. Right. Which, she had a really bad diagnosis. <laughs> they Doctor. didn't kill her. Yeah. It's murder. <laughs> she was nominated for a Golden Globe. She didn't get it. What was it for? Uh, it was for supporting actress on the television film opposite Bette Midler Ooh. called Gypsy Rose. Oh, yeah. That's a famous person. She was a finalist in Teen Magazine Sports Girl of the Year contest. Hang on, what year? Let me check my collection. I don't know. Okay, this is funny. 
This guy doesn't believe that he's a janitor. Why does your shirt say brown? Because it's the, the color that the shirt was originally. It was funny. Yeah. You had to go do 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 all over the whole thing. Well, that's what I heard. Yeah. Open your ears. Okay, so here comes Philbrook who wants to run for governor. Uh, and okay, so Teddy, who's pretending to be Freddie, is now like pretended to be a janitor, Brown. and he's going to get the file from the computer from Phil Brooks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's Phil Brooks. Boo. So this um, Phil Brooks says, you know, everyone says good morning to him, and he goes, good morning, good morning, good morning, and then a beautiful girl says hello to him, and he goes, well, good morning, how are you? Like, showing his bad character. That's cool. That's called lazy writing. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, elevator going down. You're looking good. Oh, where can it be? Check the desk. Now, I told you that the Susan Gibb, the wife, was not part of Oklahoma, but she somehow might be because she she found a script and she produced and she got her own investors for a, a, a movie called Element that was shot in Oklahoma. Huh. And it was a feature film. So maybe she's got some Oklahoma tie I don't know about. So, yeah. Huh, no, I don't think I even heard of that movie. Um, well, it's on the periodic table, but uh, okay. <laughs> Elementary. Oh, damn immigrants. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's right. Because Catan, okay, these guys are not really playing their uh, instruments. Uh-huh. There's like a <laughs> They're a great band. They're a great band. Oh, because you have Teddy musicians here, so you knew that bongo drumming was actually a D sharp instead of a D minus. Oh. Right, yeah. it was overdone. That bongo was not that tight. That skin was not that tight. That skin, it wasn't bad. Now they're gonna play. Yeah. Ready, the conductor. My kitty cat, kitty kitty cat. Why you gotta be so rude? I'm gonna marry that girl. Marry her anyway. <laughs> Bury her anyway. Bury I her. did that at an open mic. It went over great. Oh, really? Yeah, I got the guitar and I said, why you got to be so rude? I did the whole thing. Going to bury that girl. And then at the <laughs> end I said, just kidding, just kidding. I was exonerated. <laughs> I like that. That's so cool. Crazy. Oh, boy. He, he's really freaking out now. He can't even handle band class. Right. So crouchy. That's going to, what about this field trip for the band class field trip? That's going to be awkward. <laughs> so they just keep yeah. going. Okay. He had his outburst. Okay. Now, this is not Colin. It's like the rival boyfriend who's really like trying to. So Chris Catan is like the hero dad now who gets him. Get right. out of here, kid. Do they talk he goes, differently? Go take, 
goes, go take a nap with the Teletubbies. He's saying the dumbest stuff. Right. All the references haven't hit the 21st century, but... Hey, you yeah, little racist freak. So now they bond. Oh. Imposter daughter bond, bonding with... Right. Imposter dad. Imposter dad. National Lampoon's imposter dad. Here's my pitch. It's actually... So now... Yeah. Oh, this is your pitch. And, and National Lampoon's imposter dad. Okay, go. Right. So this stalker decides to pretend to be someone's dad and gets away with it. Uh-huh. Stalker dad. I like where this is going. Stalker dad. <laughs> yeah, with the soccer mom. Yeah. Oh, you going on so a now date? Now they're realizing that Freddie is missing. Am I wrong? Uh, I th- what? Yeah, I'm wrong. It's that's coming up. So he goes, <laughs> now look, you see, okay, here we have the very first fuck up in this movie. Okay. They already hugged and she was softening on him. Right. And now it's back to rejection when what should be happening is that they, is the, the relationship of, builds. Right. So now we saw Freddie going alone on his bike uh-huh. and they're starting to realize Freddie's gone. Freddie is the normal one? No, uh, coincidentally, unfortunately for the film, his son is named Freddie Jr. So they're noticing that Freddie Jr. has gone to this solar eclipse. Oh, and then imposter dad, soccer dad's going to say, I told him to go. I think. I'm well, why is he movie. calling him stalker dad? He's not stalker dad. He's stalker sleeping. Dad? He's sleeping in the bed with the. All right. Have you not noticed he's out in the guest house? He's not sleeping oh, he's in the not. bed. Oh, they set that up. Stalking. They must have set that up. They said it'd be kind of creepy if he's sleeping in the bed. Why don't we make him strange? All right, Mike. Yeah. I'm watching <laughs> this movie here. <laughs> okay. Now the governor is like. Something's wrong. A file's missing. Who's been in here? So now he's getting all the tapes for, like, surveillance tapes for the day sent to him. And now the mom is like, I've been a fool. I cared more about my business than my family. And you're acting like everything's fine. And so she's getting super irritable as they're going to the yacht club to try to get Freddie. Yeah, uh huh. You know, the Stafford's wife, they just switched out the wife. It wasn't the husband that got swapped out. Much Stepford better movie. Husbands. Stepford Husbands. So here he sees that it's Chris Catanz, which to him means his employee, Freddie. Freddie the... Look at this. this is like a ride. He just oh, gave him cool. a ticket. Oh, uh-huh, and they yeah. get on the ladder. Right. It's like a ride. And they go, Whoa! <laughs> it's great. Whoa! Oh, they don't even Thank move the ladder. You. This is, I'm giving this fair one star. Roadside attraction, more like bonfire attraction. Do whatever you do. Do not go to the crazy mental institution fun day. But that, but they're crazy, so they don't know. Yeah. I guess they, yeah. So maybe it's aimed for the crazy market. Now, Chris Catan was in... Corky Romano, we know him for that. I, which I never saw. Uh, he was in Monkey Bone, which I thought he was terrific in. Yes, Monkey Bone. And he was all... The other ones aren't so good, though. Well, uh, so he's the the Knight of the Roxbury, 
where they took a, a right. sketch where no one talked for three minutes and made them talk for 90 minutes. Yeah. And it's the same Now, form. you just did the three best movies. The rest of them, I personally think, are, cra- are crap. I saw a movie, like a Christmas horror film, where it began with a scene with him and a bunch of other celebrities. And they all get mauled mm-hmm. by this evil Santa Claus. And that's it. They're done from the movie. They're just in the opening scene. <laughs> what was it called? It was like... Uh, Santa Killer, or like you oh. know, Crucify Me Claus, or uh, uh, Holy okay. Night, he was Bloody Organ Undercover Brother. Oh, all right, that's a great in... movie. You thought it was Undercover Brother is one of the funniest movies I've seen. I, I like that director. Okay. I like that director. He did Girls Night. He's a great director. All right, he was in Adam and Steve. I think that's the huh. Adam Wait, well, that's an interesting premise. Oh, I now pronounce you uh, Zach and Cody, was it called? I now pronounce you uh, Larry and Drake. Right, Larry, that's right. I'm Chuck and Larry, Adam, Chuck and Larry. Apparently there was a Nancy Drew movie and he was in it. I've seen he that He was movie. in Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh, really? He played, uh, oh, I've got your coffee for you, Dracula. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, right. Bo Rista number no, four. No, he's no, he's Chris Catan. He I'm played sure Bo Rista number four in, in Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> no, he did have minor roles before. He was, he was, he was like, he was on the second season of News Radio in one episode, stuff like that. Okay, here's the most interesting thing I found at all, though. He was a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. He did a lot of, uh, I saw him do a cooking show on Food Network, like uh, Help Me, uh-huh. I'm a Celebrity, Help Me Cook, or something like that. World's I Ro- think that he's unpretentious. Well, I definitely and want to I, read his memoir. I mean, he had some He had some demons, you know, he had some skeletons in his closet, He had, a, and uh, he talks about it in his book, so uh-huh. I didn't really come prepared to this episode, I haven't read it, just because, I don't know. Because you're not Carl, it's not your job to... Right? I mean, you're the audience. No, but I mean, there's... I mean, the premise is we see movies we hear about, and I heard about his memoirs and how at this time of his career, he probably was just, you know, glad he could help these... what happened. Is this a flashback or a flashback? Oh, no, there is a solar eclipsing at the yacht club. Right, and he's doing the stupidest thing you can as a kid. He's going to look at it through a telescope. Oh, that's the problem. Burn his eyes out. He's, he's on a raft. That, that's probably the stupidest thing kids do. Well, yeah, it just got cut loose, and now he's in danger. He needs Huck Finn, right, to save him on the raft? May I cut okay. in? Yeah, yeah. Well, now he's going to be like, it's time for our plan. All right, it's time I'm gonna for change, a big escape. I'm going to change the theme song. Dude, dude. It's more public domain. Oh, I was singing the theme to the Great Escape with lyrics. Oh, Great Escape! Oh, the Great Escape! The Great Escape is escape that will be. One time, I was doing a sleepover at John Skolnick's house. Skolnick. His yeah, and his daughter. No, his sister uh-huh. was singing "Suicide Is Painless," the Mash song. Right. Yeah, the lyrics to it. But she was only saying the lyrics "Suicide Is Painless," so she's going "Suicide Is Painless," a suicide. And I was freaking out. Shut up! <laughs> don't just say the title of the song over and over. 
she was so upset. That's great. When suicide okay, is pain, painful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking Cor- Skull Nick Sisters Corky material. Corky Romano has now assembled the team. Right. We are bringing the Lord. To break out. Now, they're supposed to go, like, break, but they don't know how to do it. Right. Somebody. Yeah, it's kind of awkward without a baseball uh, bat. It's a group of... Yeah. <laughs> they really are crazy. This is uh, directed. They did the scene. They many people. Okay, now leave the scene. Nope. Have a seat. All right, keep playing. And cut. Okay, drive in the middle of the grass. Help, help! Help! I'm an idiot. Sign me a moron. Right. Huh? Well, it's kind of rafty here. Dad, enough. <laughs> that look at these Oklahoma weeds. So now he risks life and limb to save to his swim f- out to the raft, which dad. isn't required because he's got this rope. Look at it; it's not even knee deep yet. Oh, now it is knee deep. Well, yeah, but yeah. Imposter Dad, you went only out to my raft to save me during a solar eclipse. I never thought I would ever say that. By the way, the solar eclipse never comes. What it never you... becomes night. That's another weird... It's not really like a movie rule they broke. It's just like dumb. No, but you, gotta, you need to follow. Comes. You got to follow up on it, though. If you promise a solar eclipse, you got to release right. you know it. Yeah. I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's... So that's another movie. So the movie rules are being broken. Now we're finally into the well, interesting part. I mean the movie rules of, like, the order in which things occur and the hero's supposed to have a change and there should be a betrayal. They find out he's an imposter and get upset. You'll see. None of that happens. All right. He's dry. That kid is dry. He was on a raft the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Penis car. I have a little penis car. Oh, so now, car. This is the mayor. So now Pembroke governor. shows up. This is the guy running for governor who caught Freddie, he yeah. thinks it's Teddy, in his office stealing a file about Dolores. So he's going to approach so, Teddy, who's actually Freddie, and say, I think Freddie. Oh, he thinks he's Freddie. I got you. Right. So he's going to say, You're up to something. I'll break you. This is only because the governor doesn't know that there's another identical-looking person. I'm going to have you arrested. You get me. You're up to something, I can tell. Stay away from my speech tomorrow. Huh. It's so nice to hear other people get this. Okay, now, not breaking the movie rules, we've now been set up for Act 3. Right, so do not interrupt the speech. Right. Do not interrupt my speech. Right, right. exactly. So that's how this movie's going to end. It's going to climax at the oration. That's correct. And that doesn't break a rule. Really, the only rule that truly gets broken, and we're not there yet, is they should discover that he's an imposter. And then they should get really, really let down. And he should be shamed and then he has to do something to win back their good graces, and then, you know, which is wrapped up in huh. the Act 3, uh, 
you know, uh, the race to Act 3, like the speech or something. But that's <sighs> not what happens at all. And right. it makes for a bad... This could have been, I don't know, a normal film, but that this... made the film very flat and monotonous. You'll, Weird. Um, monotone, you'll see. That's so strange because I just figured this was a film he did, you know, like he is trying to reorganize his life and, and his career. And he makes a movie where he gets the opportunity to play two twins. And I figured it's, mm -hmm. you know, silly enough, but I didn't realize it actually is kind of in the bad movie canon. Now, look here. This is a weird scene. Yeah. She comes. She comes and thanks him, you know, for saving the kid and. And, you know, gives good news that she's got a box. The thing is, there's some love going on here. They're rekindling and reconnecting. And there's the implication that they sleep together. Oh, that they have but slept together. But that's another fucked up thing about the movie. We don't know if they did or not. It really seems like they did from this scene. Right. But then in the morning, he's like, I have something to tell you, like a confession. I'm not your husband. Like... This is where the movie trips on its own feet and screws up. Okay. It should be that he sleeps with her and you, you, you creep, you, you know. Right. Well, no, so, but the problem is if he does sleep with her, there's a lot of, it's problematic. It actually kind of, it takes you out of the movie if you actually put it in context, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's kind of rape. She thought it was someone else and he didn't apply yeah, otherwise. But Um, boy, that's a real buzzword for you, rape. It's a real buzzword. Well, no, we can use uh, a different word. Rape. <laughs> it's deception, is it not? Yeah. Uh, I think that race, rape is a violent crime and okay. a violent act. But there's a violation. Because yes, it was under and false it should pretense. be a violation of trust and how scummy of you to uh. deceive me. So now she's, like, talking about their marriage. Yeah. It's a very modest place. They have the living room next to the kitchen. Because the cow's next to the microwave, right? Because if they're going 90 to 180 it's degrees. It's the carriage shots. house. It's the carriage house. Oh, all right. Now, you oh. see, he, she just said, if you want to come sleep inside tonight, the invite's open. Right? Right. So that means if you want to come, you know, rekindle our marriage and sleep with me. I'm open to it. So I think what happens now is, is Teddy has a crisis of conscience. Uh -huh. Okay, look, she's waiting and he's not coming. Wow. This is not the way it should play out, though. No, it, it kind of is. He doesn't want to take advantage of her. and uh, but she Mike, is... it's not real life. Mike, it's not real life. It's a movie. And it's I know, supposed but... to be... But there's something like it could leave a bad aftertaste. Let's put it that way. Like it takes you out of the movie. Uh, if, uh, Unless that's the intention of the movie, and that's a different thing. Mike, in a movie, right? You can't say, "Don't move, or I'll cut you." You gotta cut the person. In a movie, see, okay, so here he is. He didn't come in and sleep with her, and he's like confessed already to the children the children already know it what i just came it's, back i just got popcorn did i miss a scene <laughs> that's right that's yeah. right the movie did something really stumbly here um in a drama we're supposed to see the 
the drama. Like you don't kill someone off stage, bring them on, and then hear their dying breath. You. Although it is fun. Come on. <laughs> what? Huh? I you said it was fun. Yikes. It's just, it's not the right way to play out the story. Okay, so maybe you're right, and the thing is not to do is to rape or something, but, oh, you've got me using that word. Uh, but at least what you do is he comes into the room, he gets into the bed they're about to, and then he goes, I can't, I can't. And, right, you know, that's, 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 that's what you should do. Yeah, no, right, absolutely. As a movie, it just, doesn't give us a dramatic payoff here. Especially because I mean, here to be a... he initially told the kids, and we never saw that scene. Right, we did not. Huh. And the thing is, the kids are going to say, you know, and then when the husband rekindles with the wife, they hug, and the kids are, like, happy to see him again. But really what a movie should do is say, that crazy person was a better father to me than you ever were, Dad. You're going to have to... You know, and the father needs to have a crisis of conscience and do something to redeem himself and win them back. The character changes. None of that happens. Same thing with the wife. Like, I fell in love with the man who wasn't even you. Right. So anyway, the movie was doing great with the movie rules until Act 3 when it, when it ruined its emotional payoff. <laughs> and we're not riding in a roller coaster. What's going to happen next? He just told us what happens. I'm a fraud. Well, they still got the other Catan, the one who's in the loony bin, who the governor's after. No, the governor's after him. Well, the governor wants to keep Dolores away, and I guess, should I just ruin it for you? No. I'm, no? I'm compelled enough to, to I want to be in suspense about Dolores' okay. fate okay. and the governor. Oh, it's a great British bake-off. Thank God. Oh, sorry, see, he big switches, the, switches that, see? That's Ooh. part of the plot. Do, do, Here, do, do, do. They'll never know. It's part of the plot. That's instructions for the guy to, like, unlock the doors. You'll see. Ooh, that's the, you don't like that. That's the community college Excellent, cement yeah. wall. Whoa. Look at that. <laughs> oh, there's the ladder they use. That's pretty impressive. Right. Now, the thing is, he was just up there. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was just up there. So now why do they need a ladder to get a guy up there? That was pretty impressive. Okay. Laura's in her padded room, and she's about to get rescued. Yay. You're my only one. Uh, this is go. the worst of saying this. Where are we going? It's my fault that you're stuck in here, okay? But I'm getting you out. Take my hand. So, I'm actually a doctor. Wait, you could crawl through the ceiling of a padded cell? I didn't realize that at the time. <laughs> it's really so easy crazy. to break out. I had a straitjacket on, to be fair. You, you know see what how the, they're all trying to be funny? You know what the worst part about wearing a straitjacket is? You gotta what? scratch your balls, man. You gotta be like... <laughs> One time I thought my kid was gay, so I put him in a straight jacket. Oh, to make him straight? Work. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. Where'd you buy it, Gap? The straight jacket? <laughs> no, that's where I got his gay jacket. Oh, the gay jacket from Gap. 
Sad Gap, yeah. I, I buy uh, from Gap for Fathers. You, you heard of it? Sad Dad Gap? <laughs> Dad Gap. Lately, my kids started calling me Boomer, right? And I didn't uh, realize I was being insulted because they meant Baby Boomer, right? Right, which is the they biggest insult. Boomer. So for about two days, I thought, hey, I'm pretty cool, you know? Like, <laughs> boomer sizes. They got a nickname, hey, Boomer. Yeah, you thought you were that football player uh, sports announcer, <laughs> yeah. Boomer. Well, no, they were calling you a baby boomer because the, the generation from the 70s and 80s did not exist. Yeah. Except the thing is, I'm not a baby boomer. I'm Gen Xer by, I'm right at the cusp. I was yeah. born 66, so I'm right at the end of baby boomers, which ended in like 63 or something. But I'm before Gen Xers, which starts later, like 67, sure. maybe. Yeah, well, there was a whole yeah, like generation. 70. But, you know, I was watching the new Shaft, the one that uh, Jesse T. Usher and uh, Sam Jackson and uh, Richard Roundtree. And it's fine. It's funny. You know, it's a Tim Story did the direction. I I definitely enjoyed it. But uh, the humor came off that the son is a millennial and Shaft is, of course, from 1971. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you just skipped a couple generations. Or it seemed like it didn't really (laughs) seem like. So I I would say, like, superficially, it was like boomer versus millennial humor. But. Shaft, I guess, was a little later than Baby Boomer, like the lost generation between that. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah, 70s. there's there's the Billy a Jack not generation. Named generation. It's about six years in length, and you and I both fall in there. Well, kind of. I mean, uh, my next door neighbor babysat me, so I'm wait. Familiar. What? When are you born? Sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are not a baby boomer, and you are not a Gen Xer. You're like me, right in that wiggle huh. room between named generations. But my tattoo says I'm a Generation Xer. Oh, really? Well, that yeah. Is, well, uh, it says you know. slacker for life. <laughs> <laughs> so now they can't get out, but numbers will save the day because he, he knows somehow the knows the code because he's good with numbers. It doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> try. Sixty-nine, sixty-nine. <laughs> it's four eight six one. It doesn't even have a comedic. Four eight six one. Yeah, the cast and crew at the rap party when they gave out T-shirts that said four eight six one. They're just like, couldn't you just say, you know, movie made in Oklahoma? <laughs> no one's gonna get this. So now he's got the wrong note. Says you're supposed to unlock everything because that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> So they have file cabinets, land phones, and paper uh, memos. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, now, here is also a weird, funny thing. Yeah. Uh, his use of books saves the day. But they're like, that isn't a book, it's a movie. Watch. Right. Oh, yeah, I look behind you. What, you take me for an idiot? Lazy writing. Go back to he got him. Useful. That was so useful. I guess my years aboard the Starship Enterprise are really paying off. Wait, that's a movie. Yeah, wait a minute. That's not a book. See, now he pulls out a Star Trek book. Oh, my God. But did you see? He goes, that was so useful. That was useful. Like He's like, you know, the guy who never helps, right? He always mucks it up. Is he like Bugs Bunny? Where did the fuck did that book come from? He just happened to have it in his bookcase? <laughs> <laughs> Is okay, it? so we were talking over that scene, but when they were planning their escape, he's like, I don't know what to do. We, uh, there's so, every book here on this bed we must bring with us. 
<laughs> All right. And so he had to settle on a a a, a backpack full of the most useful book. Oh, I guess Star Trek would fall in there. I guess so. It would be very hard for me to read it because I'm I'm only used to erotic fan fiction when it comes to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If Kirk and, and uh, Spock aren't macking out, then I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Okay, so is this Teddy Freddy or Freddy Teddy? What this is, the uh, this is in real life Freddy who's in, trapped in the insane asylum thinking that he's Teddy. Gotcha. And he's making an escape and they are heading to guess where? Freddy. Teddy. Freddy Teddy. No. No. Waffle House. They're heading to the third act. Well, they're oh, the right. they're heading to the climax. Wait, did you say they're heading to the end of the movie? Yes, thank goodness. Right. Oh, right on. You know you're going to play your, the theme song live at the end of the show, right? We've got 10 minutes to go. All yes, right. I, I just I want to prep you. All right. So anyway, it's the speech. They're going to the governor's speech. Oh, no. <laughs> now, she's not the most physical lady and it must have been a little degrading for her to do that scene well that she fell flat on her ass on the sidewalk <laughs> yes you know and she had to she had to get up and she had to roll, roll on her butt to just get her arms to where she could propel herself Beethoven Symphony number no. 5 you see that yeah it's, it's in the closed captioning public domain well, I mean, so, when, when I think of uh, Beethoven, I think of Chris Kattan. What? I, I, when I think of Beethoven, I think of Chris Kattan, but I th- actually, I think of Jim Brewer. You, you don't think of uh, the movie, the, the dog? I do. <laughs> okay, so here we have a, like, assembled Oklahoma extras crowd. Right. And look how few people there are. They it's all work in Georgia. It's a big speech in which he announces his candidacy for governor. But there's only like okay, 12 now they're lectures. calling home. They're waiting for the landline. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Now she's calling uh, Nurse... Nurse... Um, Ratchet. Oh, my goodness. I want to call her Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, Nurse Betty. Nurse Nancy to say, my husband is switched with your inmate. She goes, what? And she says, he's headed right now to this governor's speech. And so now they know where to go to hook up oh, with. Oh, cool. So Teddy and Freddie are going to finally meet each other. Right. And the movie rules get broken again because they're, they do a, I always felt like there was something missing. I'm glad to have a brother. You know, they don't do any drama oh right like what you slept with my wife i did it right, almost exactly. slept with your wife i almost i didn't sleep i with did it wife. i changed my mind i had the chance right it was the last scene and right you know i'm a psychiatrist and you're a, a crazy person you know it's like it could wrap up like hey maybe i could help you you know they, they don't should, do they should ride off life. in the sunset and then we could hear voice over them talking and they'll say what a weird premise yeah. are you to say that now, we look were here is the reuniting of the real wife and the real husband, Aww. which should and yeah, and they just totally accept him and everything's Aww. cool instead of yeah, like smacking Teddy him. was a better dad, right? Right. Yeah, you can and learn husband. a lesson or two in fatherhood from Teddy, uh, Freddie, uh, Teddy. 
it's almost like Freddie really was playing the part of Teddy because they're like, I always love you. I guess I just forgot. It's as if Teddy's story, Freddie lived his from story. the way they're kissing. Yeah. Are you thinking of Eddie and the Cruiser too? Eddie lives. <laughs> now, now they have, hey, you're hey. a double. You're a Canadian Chris Kattan stand-in. Yeah, right. Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, you're. A, that's what they're saying. Right now. <laughs> hey, you're a you're a stand-in. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're the same stand-in, but wearing my I, shirt from the last scene. I'm pretending to 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 talk to you as if you're me. This film. I mean, you talk about breaking movie rules. You should not do the 180 camera break where you know it cuts like that. No, 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 no. That is. Yes, you shouldn't, you know, but but here it's a theatrical, it's a tool. Because they, they're not going to show them. They're not going to show the two faces on the same screen again. No, but it's a tool like we're opposites. It, it, there's a oh, rule in the script. Huh. I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is they didn't break the 180 rule. They're like dummies. They did it on purpose Lord to Michaels. show against each other. Yeah. But also they're so now too they're cheap like, to have you all know your thing. plot. Like they're going to distract the guards and they're going to put on the loudspeaker his confession. It's lazy uh, writing again. They just must have watched Tommy Boy and they, not Tommy Boy, uh, uh, Black Sheep and said, just take this. A totally ineffective. With the spray of fire hydrant, uh, fire extinguisher right. zone? It hurts. So we let him in there on purpose. Right. See how it shakes? Roll there. them. Don't come a-knocking. They get tarred and feathered, which is not required. And also, it's legal to tar people and then put feathers on them. Hurts. What's this fucking bullshit? Hey, I'm here for the Lorne Michaels uh, look-alike contest, and I'm not leaving. <laughs> is that what he looks like? <laughs> he, he didn't put his finger to his... Uh, his pinky to his lip. Oh, yeah. The I mean, corner of his mouth. That's Dr. Evil. Now, this is ridiculous. Right now, he goes, may I have your autograph, unfamous DJ person? And he goes, sure. And that's when the kook, oh, is that which numbers? is the mu microphone. Oh. Oh, yeah. So they're going to play over the loudspeaker of the confession. Young lady, do I know you? She goes, Dolores. hi, Dad. That's the big reveal. It's what? He, a, he's a pretending not to. Child. What? What? Oh, wow. Mike, what'd you say? Oh, I said, so does he know that she's his illegitimate child or is she saying right now? He knows it, of course, oh, yeah. and he's been denying it for years, and she's confronting him. 18 years. Reasonable. I'm, I'm sure we can come to some kind of... Uh, a financial resolution? It's not about the money. It's about the family. I already had a family. Your mother tried to blackmail me. Nice. I couldn't raise you and, and my other family. And it's all on the... It's basically his confession. And it's all on the loudspeaker. You know, the must thing have is, seen that Batman movie. If it's, the song Gold Digger taught me anything. It's like 18 years and then you find out it's not yours. And they're like, what about family values? Now watch, he's not mic'd anymore. Uh-huh. But he still goes over the loudspeaker when he walks away. It was a, it was a mistake. No, it was just... Please, 
He just projects when he runs away. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, here comes our magnet acting as the movie fart. He's going to get tasered. Oh, no, right. 50,000 volts. Yep, time for a little shock therapy. Oh, because it's a taser and he works in a therapist. Oh, the magnet. Yep, and did you see their special effects? Yeah, his nipples are on fire. Me next. So he prevented a tasing through a giant magnet that the guy carried? It's just from that yeah. bag that had the uh, uh, book, the Star Mike, Trek book? no. Mike, it was the kid's magnet that was on the ladder. Did they say, like, All right, we'll make sure this scene has a giant magnet and a Star Trek book. All right, let's go. <laughs> roll them. Roll them. And roll them. It's so fucking bizarre. How the heck with the book? Let's go tell Ted he's got a second family. You see what she just said? Yeah. He already, they already unite, reunited. Wait a minute, is this animation time again? Yeah, it's they're done. The movie's over. Whoa, that's pretty abrupt. Oh, and now I love the yeah. closing credits where they tell you, they keep the story going. They wrap it up. The wet bandits are in jail. Imprisoned. That's the wet bandits. The wet bandits. Oh, here are the shitty credits. This is like the. I, I, they must have got these credits right before Radio Shack closed. Yeah, you know, I guess it was done by the Oklahoma Community College kids or something. Yeah. And look, is it called Comic Sans? I don't think so, actually. No, it's, it's not it's Comic Sans, but it would be refreshing to see Comic Sans. Just look at this font, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, Carl, we did it. We watched Crazy Enough from 2012, a movie starring Chris Catan. And Chris Kattan, record scratch. Right. What, what did you think of uh, Crazy Enough? I thought that Chris Kattan did exactly what he was supposed to do, that he did a very funny job. He carried the movie. I think that the script writers fell asleep in drama class, uh -huh. but, uh, but it wasn't Chris's fault. He didn't write this thing. He just did what he was told, and he did a good job. All right, well, cool. So I, I liked it too. I mean, it's I don't think really much happened, and uh, I wish little it was a little more fleshed out, as you were saying, and and hit some marks. Uh, I'm going to play on my phone, I guess, uh, the trailer to our next week's movie because we'd love to have you keep. Okay. Yeah, subscribe to the show. Uh, what else should people do? Don't listen to it. Just subscribe. Okay, so I'm going right. to uh, see if I can crank it up. I could. Do it on my laptop, and if you've been hearing the audio, okay. Do you hear that? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. Okay, our next movie, listen, I, I always say that movies are good movies, and there's no such thing as a bad movie. Next week's movie what? is an exception. This is a bad movie. <laughs> if you had cable, premium cable in the 1990s, you've seen it on HBO, HBO East, HBO 2, HBO 2 East, and... Uh, it's called Hail Caesar. It's written, directed, musically performed by Anthony Michael Hall of uh, <laughs> Saturday Night Live and uh, John Hughes movie fame. It's from 1994. So here's the trailer to Hail Caesar uh, from the audio courtesy of my phone and uh, my network. Wait, 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 wait. Hail Caesar was a... 1994. Julius Caesar. Okay. He looks so hip. We don't 
this piece of paper or a chance. Okay, you can kiss me. I swear she's safe. Oh, this is perfect choice, Mike. Thank you. Yes, Iron Man's in this. At Jen Nelson. Yeah. See? Our second movie to row based on uh, inspired an homage uh, by Mark Twain. So that's next week's movie, Hail Caesar, directed by choice. Anthony Michael not to be confused by the uh, Coen Brothers movie of the same name. Right. Yes. But you know, you watch exactly. it and you can't tell the difference. Is it Coen Brothers? Is it Hall? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we look forward to have you here. So always follow us. You can subscribe to us at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is our podcast name. That is our Twitter name. That is our YouTube name. We're on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. And we stream live courtesy of the beautiful studios here at mutinyradio.fm. Carl, any shows coming up? Is that Elk show still happening on the 22nd? No. No, it's done. No really good shows coming up. They've all just recently happened. Yeah, so CarlSucks.com. Yeah, back to square one on the comedy biz. I am yeah. hosting shows. I'm hosting a Joke Workshop Plus. It's going to be the third hour of Joke Workshop, which usually happens on Muni Radio at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Mondays. At 8 p.m., I will be taking over to make sure everyone gets up. I'm also hosting an open mic at Nato's Bar on Gearian Boulevard. And next Sunday, directly after the show, it will be the Kavika's Ocean Beats Deli Show. It is a showcase, yeah. but it's in a deli by the ocean, and it's a lot of fun. Carl, uh, would you give? Would you please play us out? Thank you so much. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Thanks, Mike. Peace.
see you next time. Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco MutinyRadio.fm Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Gold Cadillac with the white material. And, and I started to do some thinking. Black, black, black. Just black. Saturday noon to two. I'm a freeway. I am a total friend from Laurie Stern. Laurie's voice is absolutely right. I am Henry, rebellious, and adolescent. And I will cut the Henry. Henry. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here. Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Up. 
apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Shh. 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. in San Francisco comedy scene. Maybe you want time to do jokes. Well, this is the place to do it. Mutiny Radio. We have